as all this was going on, as Barnabas and the other disciples were looking, as Paul was being pelted with these stones, how they must have been wondering, God, what were you thinking? Why did you bring us to this point? Why did we travel so far? And the healing, what did that accomplish? You can imagine the, the frustration for the servants of God in facing so many hardships. Sometimes as we're serving our God, we might question and turn on the Spirit and wonder, why is this happening in my life? Lord, I, I sought to serve you and to carry out your will, but look what it ended up being and how it resulted in my life. And the, the hardships and the trials, the circumstance that we face can cause us to wonder, what does God mean by this? I'm sure that Paul and his companions must have felt that way when he was dragged like a piece of garbage and left for dead. But our service of our God is one that doesn't change with circumstance because we, we carry a message that marches victorious beyond all circumstance, beyond all hardships, and beyond all pains. This message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. May 22nd, 2022. Acts 14, 8-22. There was a man in the ancient Roman province of Galatia in a town named Lystra. And he was a paraplegic. This man had been unable to walk since he had been born. Scripture doesn't even mention his name, but it does mention some significant, important truths about that man. You see, he had experienced a second birth. And he came to know and believe the gospel, the good news about Jesus. And he was born again to have faith. So that when the Apostle Paul, who arrived in Lystra and began preaching and teaching the gospel, saw that man, he saw, it says, that that man had faith. What we see in this man is something remarkable. A faith that brought him a joy which overcame all circumstances. It didn't matter that he had to wonder for his whole life why he had been set with such affliction. Now he had to simply take confidence in the message of the gospel. And with a joy that overcame all circumstances, he believed in what he had in Jesus. Today we'll consider the events that happened in the ancient city of Lystra, recorded in Acts 14. And we'll see how this is true for all God's people, that despite our circumstances, despite what we might be facing or the hardships we might endure, with the gospel, we have a joy that overcomes all circumstance. You see, in Acts chapter 14, we're reading of Paul on a journey, his first missionary journey. It was a few weeks ago that we looked at the conversion of Paul. Well, what happened after that was Paul faced many hardships as he tried to share the gospel. Paul had to flee the city of Damascus, threatened before his life. And years later, Paul ended up at the city of Antioch in Syria. And there, with his preaching and teaching, Paul, along with Barnabas, was sent out. The Holy Spirit indicated that the church should send out Paul and Barnabas to carry out mission work among the Gentiles. This is what we call a divine call, that the Spirit, through the church, sends workers. And so Paul set out with Barnabas on his missionary journey. 
And it wasn't easy. After Paul had sailed to the island of Cyprus, he eventually ended up in the province of Galatia in ancient Rome, what is now modern-day Turkey on the Anatolian Plateau. He traveled up through the valleys and mountains to the city of Syrian, Poseidon, Antioch. And there Paul began to preach the gospel. Initially, he did receive a, a good welcome. In fact, it says, as you read through in Acts 13, one of the the longest sermons that we have in the book of Acts of the Apostle Paul, you see the whole city gathered one day to hear Paul's preaching and teaching. But as Paul soon became accustomed to, the persecution followed. It says that the enemies of Paul stirred up some of the crowds and leading people of the city, and Paul was forced to leave that city. Paul continued his journey, and he had traveled now on foot, going up and down the valleys, along the way, what is the equivalent of going from the city of Phoenix up to Payson, and on the way to Pinetop. And he came to the city of Iconium. There, once again, he began preaching and teaching the gospel, but sure enough, it wasn't before too long that, once again, persecution arose. And this time, there were threats made on Paul's life. So he moved on. Finally, after so many hills and valleys and mountains, traveling so far on foot, facing persecution, Paul arrived at the city of Lystra. And at Lystra, which is about the same elevation as Payson, he had traveled to carry out the task of once again preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. As Paul went about that city, he encountered that man that I mentioned earlier. That man, it says, heard was listening to Paul preaching the gospel. Paul saw that paraplegic and saw that he had faith. And so he, by the Spirit's working, told him to get up and to be healed. The man, it says, leapt to his feet and at once was healed and began walking about. This caused quite a commotion, you can imagine. The Spirit wanted to confirm that what that man had received in the gospel was powerful, and the man did have something life-changing. So the crowds, seeing this man who had been unable to walk since birth, now walking about, began to shout in their native language, the gods have come down to us in human form. Evidently, something was lost in translation. They understood Paul and Barnabas, no doubt, many of them, at least, speaking in Greek, but their native language was different. And the rumors in their native language began to spread like wildfire so that they assumed Paul, they, they identified as Hermes, the messenger Greek god, and Barnabas as Zeus. Scholars will point out that there was evidently a legend in this town that Hermes and Zeus had come to visit. And when the town didn't welcome them, they leveled the home and destroyed all those who did not welcome them. So if that were the case, I guess it makes sense. They'd be pretty eager to welcome Paul and Silas. And before Paul and Silas could even realize what was going on, the priest of Zeus that was outside the city was bringing bulls to sacrifice to make sure that they could all together as a crowd welcome Paul or the Greek god Hermes, and Barnabas, the Greek god Zeus, come down in human form. When Paul and Barnabas realized what was going on, and the language confusion had been sorted out, 
They told the crowd and made very clear they were not gods in human form. They were ordinary human beings just like them, but they had come to share a wonderful message from the living God. The God who invited them to turn away from all those other false gods. The God who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. And they were bringing good news from that God. It took a while and the, the confusion still persisted. But once again, what Paul and his companions had been accustomed to, the persecution arose. Those enemies of Paul from Antioch and Iconium came down to Lystra and stirred up the crowd against Paul and Barnabas. And suddenly the, the same man who had been worshipped as a god in human form was now being dragged out of the city, pelted to death by stones, and like a piece of garbage left on a heap for dead. Can you imagine that sort of a change? I'm sure you've had eventful days, but imagine going from being mistakenly worshipped as a god to left on the garbage heap for dead all in one day. You can imagine as all this was going on, as Barnabas and the other disciples were looking, as Paul was being pelted with these stones, how they must have been wondering, God, what were you thinking? Why did you bring us to this point? Why did we travel so far? And the healing, what did that accomplish? You can imagine the, the frustration for the servants of God in facing so many hardships. You and I too will serve God in our life in various roles. And sometimes as we're serving our God, we might question and turn on the Spirit and wonder, why is this happening in my life? Lord, I, I sought to serve you and to carry out your will, but look what it ended up being and how it resulted in my life. And the, the hardships and the trials, the circumstance that we face can cause us to wonder, what does God mean by this? I'm sure that Paul and his companions must have felt that way when he was dragged like a piece of garbage and left for dead. But our service of our God is one that doesn't change with circumstance because we, we carry a message that marches victorious beyond all circumstance, beyond all hardships and beyond all pains. That's the truth that we see as we look at what happened next. You see, when you face hardship, it's no time to turn against the God whom you serve. All the believers gathered around Paul and the disciples in Lystra. I like to picture that that man that was recently healed was standing there among them. And it says, Paul, who had been left for dead, miraculously got right back up. And then it says, he went right into the city, back, and returned to the town. You know, we read something, as Paul's facing all these hardships, and Barnabas is facing along with him all this persecution. We read something at the end of Acts chapter 13 that says, the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and were filled with joy. Even amidst all the persecution, the hardship, and the suffering. And what we see Paul do after he has faced this hardship is he does not turn against God or blame him or give up or despair. 
but he goes right back. And it says that Paul went to Lystra and that the next day he went to the nearby place of Derby. And in the town of Derby, he preached the gospel and many more believed. And then, then it says Paul went back. He went back to Lystra and shared the gospel once again there. The place where they had left him for dead and tried to kill him. And he went back to Iconium where they plotted his murder. And he went back to Antioch where he had been expelled and rejected. And it says Paul and Barnabas went strengthening the believers, encouraging them, telling them to hold and continue on to the true faith. And they would need it because Paul told them and Barnabas told them, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. They saw that in Paul and they would experience it too. And brothers and sisters, so will you. Like Paul and Barnabas, we carry the gospel message and we know where we're headed, but it is through many hardships that we too enter the kingdom of God. And yet, we know that in all the hardships and all the trials, whatever you're suffering, we are entering the kingdom of God. We know where we're headed. That man in Lystra, who was a paraplegic, believed the word of God. And though he was still crippled before Paul healed him, he still knew the gospel and where he was headed. He was part of God's kingdom. And Paul, though he was stoned and left for dead and faced rejection and all the things he did seemed to turn up for hardship, he knew where he was headed and he knew the message that he shared. And the disciples in ancient Galatia in the various churches knew they were headed to the kingdom of God because we have a God who, despite all circumstances, makes joy march victorious. We know just how true that is as we see how he sent his son. His son was, yes, the true son of God who came down to live in human form. And yet when the son came, he was not welcomed. Even though the, the pagans in a place like Lystra would welcome Paul and Barnabas, the people of Israel failed to welcome the true son of God when he came in human flesh. And they didn't just drag him outside the city to leave him for dead. They made sure he was dead. They posted guards to watch him as he was nailed and bound and hung on the cross. And they stood there watching until he died. The true son of God. That was the welcome that the world gave him. And you can imagine the living God, the one who made the heavens and the earth and the seas was placed into the, the grave and his lifeless body was laid in the tomb. Imagine how the disciples could have wondered, this Lord, this is what you, you've made all of Jesus' miracles lead to, all of his healings, all of his teaching and preaching the gospel. This is what it ends in. And some of them did begin to despair as they wondered what the Spirit had in store. But those women who went to anoint the body of the dead body of Jesus found the amazing truth first, that joy with our God, joy marches victorious in all circumstance. 
they did not find the dead body of Jesus. But the living God, Jesus, was alive again. And they found how true it is that joy marches victorious in Jesus, as they knew that because he lives, they too would live, that the curse of sin had been overcome, that he who hung on the cross died in the place of sinners, and he faced the greatest hardship, the curse of sin, to set us free so that we could enter the kingdom of God. And the living Jesus brought them a joy that would overcome all circumstances. The living Jesus was proclaimed and preached by Paul in places like Lystra and Galatia, so that they could hear the people might know there is a God who brings joy despite all circumstances, so that whatever we face, we know with Jesus we have life. You know, the, the man that was healed in Lystra came to faith, and he came to faith even before he had been healed. It was by the power of the gospel. That gospel message is what sustains God's people today as they are urged on through the word and by his evangelists and teachers and others to continue to hold to the gospel. Brothers and sisters, whatever circumstance you are facing, whatever hardship that you must endure, continue to hold to the gospel. And yes, know this, it is through many hardships that we must enter the kingdom of God. And don't misunderstand. You might, might think, well, if only God would perform some miracle, then I could avoid all these struggles. Well, Paul performed the miracle of healing that man, but where did that lead him? He still had to endure hardships. And you still must endure many hardships along the way but you know where you're headed. And you know the kingdom of God is yours because of Christ. Circumstances can't change where you're headed. Circumstances can't change the fact that Jesus is the living God who died for sin and is now alive again. Circumstances can't change the truth that despite all the hardships you face, you will follow Christ, you who trust in him and circumstances can't rob you of the joy that you have in Jesus. You know, the most striking thing, I think, isn't that Paul was able to heal the man. The most striking thing here is that that man, despite his circumstance, believed before he was healed. That's true for all, all of us. We know what God has the power to do. We know what he's done in his son. And we know that Jesus lives. And so we know joy marches victorious over circumstance.